What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the first bonus episode of Josiah's Voice, the podcast. So I want to announce that um, Quarantine Music was episode 10 of season one. Um, I'm still trying to figure out this solo podcast thing. I've been doing a little research here and there on um, seasons and episode length and and how to market and things like that. And um, I came across bonus episodes as a cool way to um, share different kinds of interests or different kinds of topics um, in between episodes of a specific season. Um, Since, you know, like TV or a book series, you know, you have, you may have a specific topic that you want to cover in your podcast season. And well, if you've listened this far, one, thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you've enjoyed listening to Josiah's Voice podcast as much as I've enjoyed making it. Um, If you've listened this far, point two, I haven't really had a specific topic in mind. Well, generally speaking, I have in that um, I always tie the episodes back more often than not to my love of storytelling and the development of my own books and scripts. Um, but as you as you listened, you know, the last three episodes were fun collaboration episodes with my friends who sent in sound bites that I edited into episodes where we talked about uh, the music getting us through quarantine, the TV shows getting us through quarantine. Um, what book would you like to read for the first time with fresh eyes? Because it's one of your top favorites. Um, I really love that episode. Thank you all for listening to that one and sharing it. Um, that one's done the best of all of my episodes so far. So thank you. Um, and, uh, earlier in, in the podcast, you know, I, I loosely introduced myself and, you know, that I am a, a, a writer and I've, I've published a book and I also, um, am an aspiring screenwriter and went to school primarily for screenwriting and film production. Um, but I kind of skipped, I skipped around a, a little bit. I was story specific. And then towards the end there, I got this great idea to just start featuring sound bites and, and interacting with, with everyone who was listening. Um, this season, um, oh, let me back up. Quarantine Music, episode 10 of season one was, uh, I just figured out, was the finale of season one. So thank you. Um, this uh, this bonus episode is uh, going to cover just a couple of things. Um, and one would be just announcing season two. We'll begin this month. Um, I think it will begin um, this upcoming Friday. If not this upcoming Friday, um, next week. But season two will definitely begin uh, um, this month, the month of August. Um, there's still sort of a loose, casual, free-flowing sense to uh, this show. If you haven't noticed, I think it keeps things fresh. And I think the, you know, as I grow and as I, as I go, um, I think we'll just naturally see more of a, of a structure. I think, um, I, in fact, that's funny. Um, why is it funny, Josiah? Because um, I just thought of Breaking Bad. My family decided to rewatch Breaking Bad. I think we're at the tail end of season four. And, um, but I'm thinking of Breaking Bad season one, 
which um, it, it had, of course, it's its loose outline and things like that compared to compared to season two. Um, season one was actually very free flowing, very free flowing. And season two, if you remember, had the um, the through line of suspense around um, property damage at uh, what we'd realized was Walter White's house and the the spooky charred pink bear that kept showing up in uh, Walter White's pool. And that, you know, that was the um, the 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 stinger at the, the top of each episode of season two. So it kind of unified season two and created intrigue like well what what is this uh this bear what are what are these these bodies what is this hazmat whose house is oh it's walter white's house um so there was more of a unifying theme with season two and that's what i think is happening with my season two um my plan for season two of josiah's voice podcast is uh instead of being as free-flowing in season one I want the unifying theme to be one-on-one interviews. Um, and I think the the pre-recorded sound bites that my friends sent in was, a I think, a natural way to kind of flow into one-on-one interviews. When I was planning this podcast, I was wondering, what kind of podcast will this be? You know, and the first thing that came to mind was interviews, which is great. I love listening to to interview uh, podcasts. One of my favorites is Inside of You by Michael Rosenbaum. Um, for, uh, you know, for the nerds out there will know Michael Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum played Lex Luthor in one of my all-time favorite shows, Smallville, um, which I'm also doing a, a rewatch of. And Michael Rosenbaum interviews all of his friends that he's um, been blessed to make in in Hollywood, people that he really feels like are 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 kind of like family to him, um, and that he's they've they've been through a lot uh, together personally and professionally, um, and naturally I'll plug that in the blog. I have if you guys know me and have listened this far, you know I don't mind plugging other people's stuff. I just enjoy sharing things with everybody. Um, so if you like Superman and if you like listening to um, celebrities, especially celebrities in more of the um, the 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 TV space or or who have cult followings I guess and who come across really um, they're a little bit more accessible to their fan base um, I think you'll you'll like uh, inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum anyway I was like well obviously I'm not famous I do have you know a lot of gifted friends who uh, their star is is rising and I hope I'll be able to um, talk with with them in the upcoming episodes and share those with you guys I got a lot of plans but then I thought um and I also excuse you know any car noises you hear I'm uh, back at the park but I enjoy talking with my friends about you know where we're headed in life and accomplishing our goals and and stuff and so um again I think the sound bites just kind of naturally evolved uh into finally feeling like well maybe I can try out these one-on-one interviews. And, you know, I've been in Zoom webinars. You know, if you heard, I think, episode two, I shared, you know, the the film tips I learned in all the film Zoom webinars that I um, was a part of. And it was doing those and realizing, oh, those Zoom chats were also later uploaded to YouTube. I was like, oh, that's right. You can record these things. 
And so I thought that might be a cool way to experiment. Um, so there's a little BTS of what I'm going to try to do. Um, there are multiple ways to, to do this, especially now that we're in the pandemic and got a social distance. But um, that's that's essentially, you know, the plan. That's kind of my announcement. Season two uh, begins in August. Um, so watch out for that. Um, and I just want to do um, maybe five to ten episodes, maybe more, maybe less of uh, one on one phone interviews with some of my friends who are um, chasing their dreams, accomplishing their dreams. Um, I guess I'm kind of following in my parents' uh, footsteps. If you've, I've plugged their podcast before, Awaken with Mark and Marlene on Spotify, where they um, talk about a series of fascinating subjects, um, including but not limited to interviews of people chasing and fulfilling their dreams, starting businesses, traveling the world, etc., and so um, I'm, uh, yeah, that's essentially what I'm going to do. That's what you have to look forward to. I have, um, naturally, I have writer friends, screenwriters, uh, novelists, uh, musicians, videographers. So I'm excited. I've been planning those things out. Um, this week, I have two interviews already to to get underway. And uh, I really hope that you guys are going to like that and, um, you know, enjoy the discussion um, with my friends and also learn a little bit, I hope, about something fascinating uh, in the creative space, whether you're creative or whether you're aspiring to make a movie or release an album or or not. I hope that uh, you'll take away some interesting stories um, from, from our interviews and from our discussions. And I'm really uh, excited to take on this challenge of, of interviewing people live and seeing what that editing process may or may not uh, be like. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's the announcement. Season one is wrapped. Yay. And, um, now we embark on season two, which you can look forward to, uh, beginning very soon. Season two, episode one is coming out in, in August. So watch out for that. Um, if you're not subscribed already, I encourage you to do so. So you don't miss it. Um, I'm also going to try to do a better job of that, of plugging, you know, subscribing and, and sharing. Actually, wasn't that good at that. Um, it always feels a little salesy, but uh, it's, it's uh, I'm, I'm just trying to learn and everything. So um, with that, um, to uh, bring this bonus episode to a close, I would like to um, share a soundbite with you uh, from my friend Lauren uh, from back east. Lauren um, is going to share with us uh, the book that inspired her to become a novelist. Hi, I'm Lauren Kennedy and I'm from Largo, Maryland. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Um, I had a hard time coming up with just one book that inspired me to write, so I had to go with the two that had the largest impact on me. The first was the Encyclopedia Brown Mystery Series by Donald J. Sobel, and that's about a young kid named Leroy Brown. He's nicknamed Encyclopedia because he knows so much information, like random information, and he solves minor cases for his father, who's chief of police in his town, or he solves cases like the neighborhood kids give him like there's a bully who scams them and he has to go in there and kind of disprove the scam and things like that. I really liked the format of the novels. 
Um, they were really quick mysteries that required you to have knowledge of random history and science facts. I thought that was so cool. And it made me like look random things up on Google or like Yahooligans when I was a kid. And I was like, this is so fascinating to me. Um, so because of Encyclopedia, I had a love for mystery stories and I started brainstorming my own like short mystery novels or longer mystery novels. Um, the second book that really inspired me to write was the Harry Potter series by J.K. Rowling. Um, I read the first one when I was 10 years old and even though I was like hooked on Encyclopedia Brown and Cam Jansen and other like mystery books, I gave it a shot and I thought it was so amazing. And as I got older, I really appreciated the world she created in terms of like the history of the magical school and the creatures and the political and cultural background of wizards and the backstory of the characters and how she, even though they weren't included in the book, she had so much background story about characters. And Harry Potter really sparked my interest in reading fantasy novels in general and wanting to write a fantasy novel. And that's the main project that I'm working on at the moment. Um, once again, thank you for having me. There you have it, folks. Um, thank you, Lauren, for doing uh, two books, actually. Um, I'm just going to jump right in. I also need to add this, guys. Um, if you hear any wildlife in the background, like I said, I'm at the park. But um, you can also follow Lauren Kennedy at Black Bell Flower on Twitter and LAU Kennedy on Instagram. Check the blog josiasvoicepodcast.wordpress.com because in addition to being a novelist, Lauren is also a Twitch streamer and loves Twitching um, Sims type games, both uh, American and Japanese and Korean. She loves Asian culture. So if uh, you're really into Twitch and gaming as well, you need to check her out there. All of her info is linked. I just had to throw that out there, you guys. Okay, back to the show. I remember hearing about Encyclopedia Brown growing up, but I never knew it was a book series. I just thought it was uh, like I knew an encyclopedia was like a super advanced dictionary. But growing up, I yeah, I didn't know it was a book series. I just thought that was a way when someone said Encyclopedia Brown, I thought that was just them saying, oh, you know, yeah, you're book smart. I had no idea it was about a, a young detective and uh, really, you've got me in my 90s nostalgia feelings. Um, Lauren and a group of my friends are just, you know, we, we, we talk about a lot of things, but 90s nostalgia. We're all 90s kids, and we're always talking about the Disney movies we grew up with and the cartoons and the books and, you know, things we did in, in the summer and, like, just all those 90s staples like, you know, cereal commercials, you know, candy commercials, just all that stuff. Um, we were actually having a talk about fruit roll-ups and, and the ice cream truck uh, in one of our last, like, conversations. Um, and it was it was just really good, put me in a good place. And I say all that to say, um, Lauren, you talking about Encyclopedia Brown and Harry Potter definitely got me just back in my 90s nostalgia. It was totally on brand for you to talk about that. Um, I, I uh, you, you reminded me of, like, Carmen Sandiego. Or uh, don't yell at me, folks. I'll check it out at some point. I hope I have this right. I think um, uh, Harriet the Spy, I never watched it, but I, I, I'd heard about it. Um, Matilda, I think, was she also a, a detective with like magic powers or something? 
and the magic school bus, you know, crass creatures. Just I definitely remember in the 90s. It's not native to the 90s, but I definitely remember just that sense of mystery and curiosity, right? Or like I remember hearing about goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark and and uh choose your own adventure books. Um our friend Sean who's been on the podcast, he totally did like a choose your own adventure. Um, short film in college, which was really cool. Um, And I've always been curious to uh, do one of those. But um, yeah, Lauren, you just, you know, starting with um, Encyclopedia Brown. And well, yeah, Harry Potter, come to think of it, Harry Potter is um, kind of a low-key mystery novel as well. It took me a while to realize that. And then I think I later watched a YouTube video where someone else um, made a video essay about the same thing and the strengths of the mystery quality to the Harry Potter books, even though it's about magic and everything. But yeah, it's interesting that um, both your books really are just mysteries. And um, as you guys know, I've read uh, Harry Potter. I read it for the first time a couple years ago. It was interesting to read it as an adult. Um, you can check out, um, I believe it is episode three of my Harry Potter review. I think it is a spoiler review. I mean, I know, you know, there's always someone like me who never read it. So, um, but if you're interested in that, go, go check that out. But, um, let me circle back to Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah, I didn't read it. I did read a book series called Nate the Great. That was another detective series. I think I only read two or three of his books and he solved mysteries with his dog. I can't remember his dog's name, but he had the whole Sherlock Holmes hat and the, and the, the trench coat and everything. And he was like maybe 10 years old or 12 and he'd solve mysteries as well. And uh, yeah, I don't remember any of the cases. I do remember at the back of one book, um, he had a pancake recipe that I was really excited to try out, but it was a disaster. They didn't turn out well at all. I don't, I totally messed it up, but, uh, but I remember really enjoying those books and just enjoying mystery books. And like, um, I'm thinking of also like kooky mysteries, like inspector gadget and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah. And like I said, you know, Carmen San Diego, I had that board game and I enjoyed the cartoon and also the the live uh, sort of game show, Carmen Sandiego, um, on, I think it was PBS Kids. Uh, that was really cool growing up. So, um, yeah, that, that was neat. And, of course, you know, like I said, I read Harry Potter. And, um, you know, the, the mystery quality was cool. And um, just kind of figuring out, you know, who's the villain of, of this book. And at the same time... Um, what challenges await Harry just as a student? Will he pass his classes? Uh, will he also get closer to uh, uncovering more about his parents since he's orphaned? And um, what other, you know, strange um, secrets is the Wizarding World, you know, hiding in, in this book? And so um, that's really cool. And I, I totally read... Um, I'm not sure, maybe draft one. I'm not sure which draft of uh, of Lauren's um, current fantasy mystery book. Um, a lot of us got together and she invited us to, to beta read it and just give her some, uh, some uh, useful feedback as she's drafting um, one of her books. Lauren, you know, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for inviting me to, to do that. And I wish you luck as you continue to revise and develop the book uh, right now. And uh, I thank you for... Um, yeah, for, for sending your soundbite in and just talking about Encyclopedia Brown. 
Um, I did a little, just a little research since, like I said, I hadn't read it, but it was cool to read about the, the sort of choose your own adventure quality. I think it was like, I saw that it was like 29 books. I think, I think the last one was released in 2012, actually. I think the book series started in the, the sixties and, uh, you just got me, um, as I listened to your, your clip over and over to just really absorb it. I just, yeah, I really was just put in a good place of just 90s nostalgia and just that curiosity we all had as a kid to just discover the natural world, you know, encyclopedias. I used to uh, study the encyclopedia and read about like different kinds of mythology and and um, the periodic table. I used to do that because I was a little bit fascinated in physics um, when I would study like superhero powers and like, you know, is this element, you know, is this element real? Like, oh, the planet Krypton is totally Superman's homeworld is named after a periodic element. That's interesting. And just seeing where curiosity, the curiosity voyage, as Dustin from Stranger Things would say, see where the curiosity voyage would take me. And you talking about, you know, the 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 natural world and solving mysteries in the world of Encyclopedia Brown and uh, the Harry Potter world and just how the authors would just weave in um, just fascinating things, fascinating and imaginative, imaginative, excuse me, things about life and themes and whatnot in their books um, is just really cool. And having read your manuscript, I can see, I can see the effect that both had because Lauren's weaving a mystery, you know, there, there's a, uh, you know, missing royalty and there, there are, you know, ghosts in, in magic, uh, as well, uh, in her book. And, um, it's really fascinating and I can't wait to, uh, to see where, where it goes, Lauren. And so, um, that's, uh, that's a little bit of a taste guys of, um, where the season's going to go again. It's going to be about novelists and other artists. Um, the prompt is definitely, you know, what book or what album or what movie or whatever in, inspired you to create, you know, in kind, right? Um, it's just, it's going to be a little bit more in depth, um, than this, uh, particular episode. You know, I appreciate Lauren's, uh, soundbite. I'm probably going to mention this again, maybe you guys know, I'm still trying to, to figure it out, but, um, in case I don't, um, cause I, I want to make it more about the, um, the interviewee, but, um, you know, but naturally someone might ask, so of course it might come up. But um, I'd say um, I'd say right here, the the books that inspired me to become a writer, um, if I hadn't said it before, was definitely The Lord of the Rings and The Chronicles of Narnia. Those those are the two. Um, my friend Yvette, um, when we were kids, um, one time we were visiting and she just sat me down and she just launched into this long story summarizing all seven books in the Chronicles of Narnia. She got me really hyped about it. Um, that Thinking about that story of me learning about Narnia was actually also what loosely inspired the soundbite episodes like this one and the episodes in season one of just hearing people gush about something that really inspires them and just brought them joy and inspired their their creativity. And um, Yvette was just really hyped about the Narnia series, and I couldn't wait to inhale those books. I read them so quick. Um, I think The Magician's Nephew and, of course, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, I think, are, like, my two 
my two favorites. And um, The Lord of the Rings, you know, I'd later find out Tolkien and Lewis were like friends for a little while or maybe for a really long time. They might have shared manuscripts. You know, I had a, a writing cohort or a writing um, group, uh, in a sense, you know, to, to help each other out, hold each other accountable and inspire each other. And that, though they inspired me to, um, to pursue fantasy. You know, I say I haven't cracked it yet, but, um, but to really fall in love with, with your story and with your world and with your characters. Um, I really think that, uh, that really helped me while co-writing noteworthy tribute with my dad, as I've discussed in the past. And, um, yeah, to really just go on a journey with your characters. And um, just because they're not real doesn't mean they're not real. Um, because you couldn't tell me that the the Pevensey kids weren't real or that the, the, the White Witch wasn't real or that Frodo and Sam or Sauron, like just their struggles, their interactions, their dreams, their fears. The world, as Lauren pointed out, you know, the world building in Harry Potter is uh, amazing. Um, I always loved the effect that Harry Potter had on um, the world of children's books and just books in general. Like when you think of reading, you know, and book love, you think of Harry Potter or at least I do, you know, um, and it did really just kickstart a lot of kids love of reading. And I just think that is, you know, I think that's brilliant, you know, in the, in the vein, you know, it's a little different, it's a different style, but in the vein of like reading rainbow, you know, I used to love that show, you know, with LeVar Burton, um, who also has a podcast. If you did know that, I believe it's called reading with LeVar Burton. Um, I still need to check it out. I definitely have it saved. I just haven't uh, made time to listen to it yet, but I adored I adored his show and just what what's the new book, you know, that he's going to do. And I love, you know, the interaction of like animation and the real world in his opening intro, you know, with uh, that classic theme song and just, yeah, just stuff like that, like reading Rainbow. And like I said, the Magic School Bus or um, Carmen Sandy, you know, all that stuff. Um, again, thank you, Lauren, for just, you know. I'm not afraid to to go on a, a nostalgia trip uh, either. Yeah, Chronicles of Narnia and Lord of the Rings are what inspired me to be a writer. I don't know if I'll ever really write fantasy. Um, I definitely love reading it, um, love fantasy books. I love uh, fantasy and sci-fi comic books, as you guys know. Um, and, and also, as you know... Um, the past few months, I did dive into the Easy Rollins book series. Um, I'm waiting for book three, I believe, White Butterfly, to come in the mail um, or email. Um, I'm really enjoying uh, Kindle reading right now. I used to not be a big Kindle reader, but it's a pandemic. So, you know, what are you going to do? The library's closed. So um, to, to tie it back to um, Lauren talking about mystery books and, and whatnot, but um, this was fun. Again, Lauren, thank you for sending in uh, your soundbite. Good luck in your revisions right now. I'm sure I'll be hearing updates uh, very, very soon. In fact, I think I just got a text from you uh, about um, about uh, some writing updates. So, um, guys, thank you for tuning in to my first bonus episode. Um, these are going to be um, sporadic in a sense. Uh, they're just going to be, you know, uh, they'll kind of feel like season one in just, you know, here's what I'm interested in, you know, as I figure out this solo podcasting thing. Um, they'll be a lot shorter. My episodes usually run about an hour. My last few were maybe an hour and a half. 
Um, yeah, they'll they'll be shorter, but they'll definitely be about, you know, here's just what's going on. You know, here's some interesting things as I continue to put season two together. Um, watch out for that. Um, the first epi- episode um, will also uh, feature a friend of mine, uh, the book or books that inspired her to be a writer and uh, her writing journey and what she's working on. So um, you can uh, follow the blog and uh, catch up on the people I'll be interviewing and the topics that we discuss on my blog. That's Josiah's Voice Podcast dot WordPress dot com. Uh, that'll be linked in um, my Twitter and my Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at Josiah D O C X, as well as Instagram at Josiah dot D O C X. That's where you'll find uh, the blog linked, and uh, that's usually where you can keep up with me with what I'm reading and what I'm what I'm writing, what I'm working on, and what have you. Um, thank you guys again for making season one a lot of fun. I can't wait to um, get season two underway. It'd mean a lot if uh, you liked and uh, shared uh, the podcast and subscribed. You can subscribe on um, all platforms to find uh, your podcast. Spotify and Apple Podcast uh, for sure. Um, if you feel so inclined, I'd love uh, to read uh, your reviews on uh, Apple Podcast. Um, give uh, you can give star ratings five being the highest, and uh, you can also leave uh, reviews. Um, thank you, Sean and Reagan, um, for your reviews. Your glowing reviews really, really means a lot, and uh, it's humbling as I enjoy making this podcast. Um, So that's all where you can find me and uh, follow the development of the podcast. If you want to email me, um, you can do that. Um, You can email uh, Josiah's voice podcast at gmail.com for any questions or recommendations as well. Um, But of course, you can still do that on social media if you have that. But if you don't have social media, Gmail's uh, the place you can find me as well in chat. So uh, thanks again uh, for tuning into the first bonus episode, and I'll talk to you guys again for episode one of season two coming uh, very soon this month in August. I'll talk to you later, guys.